0: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, o Lord. When Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of King Herod, behold, Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem, saying, Where is the newborn King of the Jews? We saw his star at its rising and have come to do him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was greatly troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. Assembling all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They said to him, And Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it has been written through the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, since from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly, and ascertained from them the time of the star's appearance. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the child. When you have found him, bring me word that I too may go and do him homage. After their audience with the king, they set out. And behold, the star that they had seen at its rising preceded them until it came and stopped over the place where the child was. They were overjoyed at seeing the star. And on entering the house, they saw the child with Mary's mother. They prostrated themselves and did him homage. Then they opened their treasures and offered him good gifts of gold frankincense and myrrh and having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod they departed for their country by another way the gospel of the lord Praise merry christmas Still Christmas, y'all. Ain't that exciting? I'm excited. Today we celebrate the last Sunday of the Christmas season. And we have the joy of celebrating the Feast of the Epiphany. The Epiphany being the word that means revelation. We heard the word revelation in St. Paul's readings, but we specifically hear about the revelation that we're experiencing, that we're celebrating in our gospel passage. Where the three wise men come, they follow the star and they find the child and his mother. And then they unfold their gifts. The gifts themselves tell us about who the Christ is. They tell us about the child Jesus who is the recipient of these gifts. They come with gold and frankincense and myrrh. Gold fit for a king is the recognition that the child Jesus is the fulfillment of the earthly promise given to David, King David, a thousand years before the birth of our Lord, that a son shall always reign gloriously on his throne, a child of David. The giving of the gift of the gold is a reminder and a recognition that God has fulfilled his promise and that in the person of Jesus Christ, the king has come. The king has been placed upon his royal throne, and never shall he be parted. That this small child is the king of creation. The second gift, the frankincense. Incense is offered as a sign of worship. The Jewish people knew this often. They lift up their prayers daily daily by the offering of incense to the Lord God. The sign of incense brought to the Lord Jesus is the recognition that he is not just an <coughs> earthly king and not just a fulfillment of an earthly promise, but he is God become flesh. That he has taken on our flesh. He who is fully God. That the prayers that are lifted up to heaven are lifted up to the child Jesus as well. He being God, he is the recipient of our prayers as much as we come to adore him and to worship him. And that third gift is the one that seems out of place. Myrrh, a burial spice to keep the bodies from smelling too bad in the tomb. It's the the spice that would have been used whenever they were preparing our Lord's body after his death. A strange gift to bring a child. And yet this too tells us much about who the baby Jesus really is. That he is God who became man for one reason, namely to die for us. Jesus Christ is the only person in the history of the world who who entered in this life for the purpose of death. Every one of us entered to have life, to receive life, and ultimately we pray to have eternal life. But Jesus, being life itself, came to enter into this world that he might taste death to cancel out what was our punishment, what is our justice, and to be able to ransom us for eternal life rather than to have us endure the eternal death of hell. He comes to save us. The myrrh, a sign of our Savior. And so we have these great gifts given to the child Jesus that are for us a revelation of who he is. God become man, savior of men, to bring us into the heart of God. A great mystery given to a little child. And so indeed we should be attentive to the little one and come to him often. As we recognize that the gifts unveil and reveal something about the person of Jesus, we should also remember that these gifts were brought by people by three men, the three wise men, the three magi, the three kings, whatever title we like to give them they come with their gifts they come bringing these gifts to reveal something about God and his glory as well as to receive something from him, to be transformed by the encounter St. Gregory the Great, Pope in the early church, reminded us that indeed we come and we bring gold and frankincense and myrrh, but we don't bring them necessarily in their physical form, so much as we bring them in their spiritual realities of what they correspond to. Gold, you see, is wisdom. It is the knowledge of God and godly things. The book of Proverbs tells us, "...a pleasing treasure..." lies in the mouth of the wise, wisdom. We come and we offer our Lord wisdom, not that he himself is not wise, but rather it's we who come to him and to bring our gifts, our knowledge of him, which is a sign of our love for him. To know God is to love him and to not know him is not to love him. So we come seeking him to increase our wisdom, to increase our knowledge of him as we bring him what gifts we have, knowing that they will be increased in his presence. We come and we offer our frankincense, our prayers. David himself wrote in the book of Psalms, let my prayer arise as incense in your sight, O God. The incense is our prayers. We come and we offer prayers continuously to the Lord. Prayers of petition, asking Him to grant us certain things, either for ourselves or for those whom we love. Prayers of intercession, praying for others. Prayers of adoration, prayers of thanksgiving, prayers of praise. We offer God these countless outpourings of prayer as incense lifted up in His sight, as incense rises as it is burned. So we too come and we offer incense to our Lord. And lastly, we come with myrrh, with a sign of death. Myrrh is the putting to death our own will, our own plans, our sinful flesh and desires. The book Song of Songs writes, The workmen strive unto death on behalf of God. It's a recognition that one of the greatest things that we can offer to our Lord is a heart like his own. We need his grace and his strength to be able to accomplish this. By his grace, we were able to set our will aside that his might be done. That those temptations that arise within our heart to uncharity or to so many vices that arise, to be able to mortify ourselves, to set them aside and to choose the good to fast, to abstain, to embrace the sufferings that come our way, whether we take them up freely or whether they are the things that life simply brings our way, to accept them and to unite them to the cross of Jesus. All of these things are to mortify ourselves, to put ourself and our sinfulness to death, that holiness might arise. We bring Christ the myrrh of mortification, that new life can come, And so this is what we bring him. Just as the three wise men of old brought their physical gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh, we are called to bring spiritual ones. To come before him with knowledge and wisdom that is his, that it might increase. To come before him with prayers that they might be lifted up in his sight. To come before him mortifying ourselves that he might live in us rather than we live for ourselves. We bring our gold and frankincense and myrrh. If you were here at the Christmas Masses, I invited each of you to be able to do at least one of three things, if not all three things, namely to come and to spend some time in the presence of the Blessed Sacrament and the Eucharist, to be able to spend some time looking upon, praying with a nativity scene, and to encounter our Lord Jesus in the Word of God, the Scriptures, the Bible. As we celebrate this last Sunday in Christmas season, I would invite you, if you haven't done those things already, don't miss the opportunity. Don't miss this, don't miss this chance to encounter Christ in the season of grace. Because indeed, those three things are very much our gold, frankincense, and myrrh. To come to spend time with our blessed Lord is to sacrifice something of what we could do otherwise. None of us has a shortage of things that we need to get done around our work, around our homes, and in the course of our daily life. But it would be a great mortification, an offering of myrrh, to give for our Lord Jesus the gift of some time. Usually our most valuable thing these days. To come and rest with him in the presence of the Eucharist. To be able to come and to offer our prayers is to spend time before the nativity scene, worshiping. Honoring, reflecting, adoring, petitioning, interceding as we gaze upon the little one in the manger. To lift up our hearts to him in prayer. And to be able to gain wisdom, to offer him our, uh, our incense, not our incense, our gold. Is to be able to read the sacred scriptures. To pick up the word of God and to allow the wisdom of God to sink even more deeply into your hearts. And so if you've not already done it, or if you have, and you would like to do some more, I would encourage you to spend time in the presence of the Eucharist. Pray with the nativity scenes. Read your scriptures. Offer him gold and frankincense and myrrh. Let us rejoice. Let us adore him.